0: Okay, my love, I have put everything that I offer for free on one page so that we are not doing more work than we have to, because why would we do that? Hashtag work smarter, not harder. So livemyhappyhealth.com slash free. You are going to find everything I've created for not only leveling up in your personal life and building a life that you love, but leveling up in your business life and building a business that you love. Okay. Okay livemyhappyhealth.com slash free. Love you. Yellow. a podcast fam. I hope that you are well. Thank you so much for even like listening to this episode. I hope that it is helpful. I hope that it gives you a perspective. I hope it gives you some chicky nuggies to chew on and to eat and to integrate. Um, I hope that you are well. Like, I'm so proud of you for even being on this like growth journey because it can be tough. Like it, there's so many rewards to it, but choosing growth and choosing authenticity over settling and over what's easy is, uh, one, a fucking vibe and two can be really hard. So I'm so proud of you for even being here. I'm so fucking grateful Um, if this episode is helpful, if any of the episodes are helpful, please leave a review. I will be choosing a review monthly to send a very cute little gift to. Um, so that'll be my phone dropped. So that'll be a good time. Um, yeah. Okay. Let's hop into the episode. And if this resonates with you, if you love it and you're like, I need to work with this bitch, like get at me. Instagram, Amanda underscore chills, or the website livemyhappyhealth.com. There's a few ways there. Um, All right, let's party. So I cannot tell you how many people I work with, how many people I just know um, in life. I was going to say in real life as if like working with my clients is fake life. Like, no, no, Amanda, that's real life too. Um, In my brain though, I segregate like uh, like work Amanda from real life, Amanda. So you know how people have like a customer service voice. Like I never have to do that. Thank God. Uh, not anymore, but I do have like therapy slash coach Amanda and like real life Amanda, which is like 90 to 95% the same, but obviously it's not a hundred percent the same. Um, it is like a different hat that I wear. So, so anyway, in real life, <laughs> in real life and in coaching therapy life, um, I run into a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of people who are terrified to be alone, who are so afraid to be alone and who are making decisions out of that mindset instead of making decisions of, is this better? This being a relationship, a job, an opportunity, a friendship, a partnership, whatever. Um, is this better than me alone? Does this make me happier than I make myself? Is this more fun? Is this more fulfilling? Is this more insert whatever adjective you want than me being alone? Um which means if we're not making decisions from that standpoint, if we're making decisions from the point of, I don't care as long as I'm not alone, you're going to end up in some pretty shitty situations. And that is not healthy. It's not okay. And you end up getting the shit end of the stick there. And you do not deserve the shit end of the stick. You deserve, like, the um, diamond end of the stick. And if you don't like diamonds, the morganite end of the stick, which is this really beautiful, like, peach, it's um, just, like, a stunning gemstone, so... If anyone feels like sending me a Morganite ring, you just holler at your girl. Um, But you deserve whatever end of the stick makes you happy. And it's not the shit end of the stick, friends. Like you are not a dung beetle. So that means we don't want the shit end of the stick. We want the happy end of the stick, the fulfilling end, the diamond end, the taco end, the cheeseburger end, the ribeye end, like whatever is going to make you happy. You deserve that end of the stick. But you're not going to get those if you are making decisions from I don't care as long as I'm not alone. That doesn't vibe. So how do you know if you um are afraid to spend time alone? Well, one, you're <laughs> I promise that you already know. Two, you're listening to this episode. So like, congrats on your insight. That's super dope. We love this for you. Um, if you if you struggle to sit still. If you are constantly texting or calling people or engaging with people, if you um, sometimes this one can be a little nuanced, like if you have background noise on 24-7, if you're never like sitting with your thoughts, then I can almost guarantee that you're always running from them. If you are in a relationship that you know is not healthy, is not fulfilling, is draining, is not okay, there's a wound with being alone there. Um, If you jump from partner to partner to partner, there's a wound with being alone there. There's a fear of being alone. Um, If you've never been single for an extended period of time, and I'm not talking like two weeks, I'm talking like six months or more, then you probably have a fear of being alone. Now, that depends a lot on your relationship dynamics. So if you haven't been single for an extended period of time, but you have a lot of independence and alone time in your relationship, then that one doesn't really apply to you. Um, But if you have like a codependent relationship, we can't do things without each other. We're always together. I outsource decision-making to them. I struggle to make my own decisions. I'm not very confident in myself. Like that is all evidence of you being afraid to be alone. So that's kind of what it looks like. In my clients, I see a lot of those things that they are choosing partners that are not okay, that are um toxic, that are codependent, that are downright abusive because they have to them having someone is better than being alone. Um I promise you, if you're getting abused, if you're in a shitty situationship, being alone is a thousand times better, it is a thousand times better, but we're going to get there. Um, they'll stay, they'll just, they're always talking to people like they never have any space for their brain to breathe, to decompress or anything like that. Um, they're always doing something, right? Sometimes you're, you're alone, but you're so busy that you're never sitting with your thoughts that can also be a fear of being alone, being alone with yourself, with your thoughts, with whatever is going to come up for you. Um, it's just not the vibe, right? Because you're imagine like you're always busy. You're always kind of unintentionally running from bears, but the bears are in your head and the bears are your thoughts, which the only way to not have any more thoughts is to die. And obviously that's not a good option. Um, you can't be, you can't make your life what you want it to make if you're not alive. Um so you're always running from bears. Like you're always running from yourself, but yourself is going to follow wherever you go. It's like your shadow, right? You can't outrun your shadow. They're always with you. And so you, you always stay running, but that robs you of your ability to make intentional choices, to make choices that make you happy. And if you listen to um, next week's episode, talking about self love, these episodes are um, closely linked. So You don't have to, but I would encourage you to listen to next week's episode as well, Um, because you're going to find some correlations there. So if you're always like if you can never spend time alone, you miss huge. I mean, you miss every opportunity, frankly, to get to know yourself. So then it becomes really hard to make decisions that make you happy because you don't even know what the fuck makes you happy. You're just like, well, I don't know. Maybe this will work. Maybe this will work. Maybe this will work. And you're spinning your wheels for however long. And I've met people that have spun their wheels for decades who have almost never made choices that have made them happy or they've confused um, choices that have made them happy with choices that have made them safe. And they end up unintentionally building themselves a prison. So if you can never, if you're afraid to spend time alone, You don't know yourself, which means we then can't make choices. We can't make decisions out of self-knowledge. And we end up making long-term unhelpful decisions. Even though in the short term, if your goal is safety, you're making those decisions. So you're always running. You have no time to decompress. Like a huge part of anxiety that I see with people is that they never spend time alone. They never give their brain time to like, You know what I mean? So imagine like your brain has little gnomes in your head and these little gnomes are like taking all of this stimulation, all of this information that you're taking in, which is 24 seven, by the way, like you're taking in everything that you see, everything that you notice, like you're always taking in information and the little gnomes, their job is to file this information away, to throw away what you don't need, to file away what you may need later and to process what you need to process. But if you never spend time alone, your gnomes are always backed up. So like sometimes I have a lot of paperwork that I need to do and it gets backed up and like, oh my God, the stress and overwhelm and anxiety that comes from that is really high. It's a lot. So imagine that your brain is constantly running there because you're not giving yourself the time to decompress because you're you're running, because you're avoiding being alone. Okay, that is going to make your little gnomes very overwhelmed, but they can't just quit, right? Like your brain can't just shut off. It can if you tend to disassociate. And this is the thing that I'll see on the extreme end is people will just go on autopilot. They'll just go on autopilot. So never spending time alone on an extreme end with other factors in place will result in you disassociating, feeling like you're not really here, feeling like you're floating, feeling like you've been on autopilot, you're on autopilot for an extended period of time. Like your brain is trying to catch up on all of the stimulus and filing all that paperwork and trashing what it needs to trash. But it doesn't, I mean, it's doing the best that it can. But the real cure for that, one of the real cures for that is to spend more time alone so that your brain can decompress, your nervous system can decompress. Now, is it going to be comfortable at first? No, not really. But anything that's new is uncomfortable at first. So if you're in this pattern of really being afraid to spend time alone and you've decided all it that means that all these things are going to come up and I can't handle them, that means that no one loves me, it means that I'm ignored, it means blah, 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 whatever you're making spending time alone mean grows and grows and grows and grows. Because if we intentionally avoid something, our subconscious believes that it's big and scary and horrible otherwise why would we avoid it but if we intentionally face something and walk towards it our subconscious goes oh well this can't be that bad because I'm actively walking towards it like imagine if you came up on a little a little lion cub and you were like oh my god this is the scariest lion cub in the world and you run away from it well you've Proved to your subconscious that this thing is big and scary and horrible. But if you are like me and you walk towards the lion cub and you're like, oh my God, cute lion cub, must pet, uh, will pet, like I'm 100% picking up a lion cub and like snuggling it, I'm going to prove to my subconscious that this thing is cute and snuggly and cuddly. And I would be right. And I would be so happy. Oh my God. <laughs> that would be so exciting. Um, so whatever we face, we tell our subconscious, it's not that scary. I can handle this. Otherwise, I would not be facing it. But whatever we run away from, we tell our subconscious, this is horrible. I can't handle it. I'll never be able to do it. This is terrifying. So learning to be alone means you're going to be a little uncomfortable at first. One, because it's new and anything is new. It just takes an adjustment period. That's perfectly normal. And because it's something that you've been afraid of for a really long time. So if you've been afraid of lion cubs for a long time and your goal is to get comfortable with lion cubs, yeah, you're going to be afraid at first until your nervous system adjusts, until your subconscious adjusts. So you just need to go through that adjustment period. But you're like, Amanda, why would I even spend time alone? Sounds terrible. Hard pass. No, thanks. Zero out of 10 stars. Does not recommend Um, Every time I've done it, it's been uncomfortable. Every time I've done it, shit has come up that it has been hard. Um, It's I get bored, whatever, whatever, right? One, uh, the cure for the pain is in the pain. Like in terms of learning to be alone, you have to literally spend time alone in order to be comfortable spending time alone. Like if you're learning Spanish, you have to spend time speaking Spanish to be comfortable speaking Spanish. The cure for the pain is in the pain. But let me tell you on why. This is a good idea. It's a good idea because you start making decisions from want instead of need. Now, think of this in terms of relationships, right? I don't need you here, but I want you here, which means I'm willing to walk away if you don't meet my standards. I'm willing to walk away if you mistreat me because I understand that being alone is better than being with someone and being mistreated because I understand that being alone is not the worst thing that I can be. Being mistreated is the worst thing that I can be. So that's one of the reasons is when you are comfortable spending time alone, not that like people want to spend the rest of their lives alone, like inherently we're social creatures. It means that we have very little patience for fucking around and finding out, essentially. Like we can want a partner, we can want someone to share our lives with, or multiple partners if you're poly. And make decisions from an empowered place. When you are happy alone, when you are content alone, you are more often than not making decisions from an empowered place. I don't need this. I want this, which means I'm willing to walk away if it no longer serves me. That is true with jobs, with relationships, with friendships, with um, dynamics that you're in, with clients, with everything, right? it allows you to more easily hold standards. So when people start mistreating you and people start taking advantage, you're like, nah, bitch, like you're not better than my piece. You're not better than, than me, what I can give myself. So if you're not adding, you got to go. So it's like, if people start subtracting, if people start taking, if people start draining clients, friendships, relationships, jobs, whatever, you are more than happy to metaphorically eat that bitch off a cliff and say, You're not adding, you're subtracting. So you got to go because you're not an ATM, okay? You are, I don't know, whatever's the opposite of an ATM. People put things into you and then you give them things. That's what we want. So learning how to spend time alone benefits you in that now you're making choices from does this improve my life versus I feel like I'm lacking And I'm always going to try and feed, but I end up always hungry. So you end up, instead of being the hungry caterpillar that eats and eats and eats and eats and is never full, you start full. And then whatever's in your life is overflowing. When you're okay spending time alone, you're no longer making um, decisions from lack, which is a beautiful thing. You're not making them from scarcity. You're making them from abundance, which is a total mind shift that will change your whole life. If you want a healthy relationship, you have to be able to spend time alone. That is a absolute non-negotiable because one, it's completely unrealistic and bananas that your partner is going to meet every single one of your needs. Like that is a very codependent way of thinking. And it's a very toxic way of thinking. It puts you in partnerships and in friendships and dynamics, whatever, where like that person always fails because your expectations are not realistic. Like, that's on you. Your expectations are not realistic. Your partner, your friends cannot meet every single one of your needs. Like, but if you don't know how to spend time alone, if you're not comfortable spending time alone, that also means you don't know how to meet your own needs, which is a problem. So learning to spend time alone also means that you're meeting your own needs. Now that doesn't mean that we don't want people to meet some of our needs. Like I always, literally always want to be told that I'm pretty, and then I'm smart and that I'm doing a good job. Like, can you tell words of affirmation are my love language? Um, but that doesn't mean that I don't give them to myself. Like, I want both. I want to f- be full and have people pour into me. Spending time alone allows you to be full. So it is literally a non-negotiable for having healthy relationships. Um, if you never spend time alone, you don't know who you are because you never spend time getting to know yourself. You spend all of your time trying to be what you think other people want you to be, which again means we're making decisions that are not authentic to you because you don't know yourself. So how can you make decisions that are authentic to you? That's a huge problem. So when you spend time alone, you're gonna start discovering things about yourself and things are gonna come up that have probably needed to come up for a long time that you need to work through in order to grow, in order to get to the next level, right? Like you can't get to the next level in Mario without defeating the um, whatever the bad things, the turtle things That are thrown at you. Like you have to go through things. You have to, you have to do things to get to the next level. And that means learning to spend time alone and working through the things that come up that you need to work through. Now, you don't always have to do that alone. Like therapists exist, coaches exist. Hi, it me. Um, But there's a ton of people that you can work with for that. So You start to figure out who you are when you spend time alone. You start to make decisions that are yours and then you get the feedback. Do I like this? Do I not like this? What's going on here? So if you've ever said like, oh my God, I lost myself or I don't feel like myself or I wish I felt like me again or I don't know who I am. I guarantee that spending time alone is going to be one of the ways that we fix that. Um, Alone is like dumb healing. So the reason for that is, again, it allows things to come up so you can also decide what to keep and what to... Yeet off a cliff. Um, do people still say yeet? I still say it. Bite me. I'm going to keep saying it um, because things are going to come up that you're like, oh, like I don't really think that's in alignment with who I am now. So I'm going to get rid of that. Like um, if I really loved unicorns and butterflies when as a kid, but that doesn't really fit me now. It's okay that I get rid of that. It's okay that I outgrow that. But that also means that I have to change that. But in order to do that, I have to know myself, which means I have to spend time alone. So if you are one of those people, and again, if you clicked on this episode, I imagine that you're self-identifying as someone who struggles to spend time alone and you're looking for like, what's the secret? Um, I hate to break this to you, but I love to break this to you, that the secret is to spend more time alone. And there's really no way around the discomfort. Like if you spend your whole life avoiding discomfort, I can tell you how that's going to work out for you. You're going to end up creating a prison out of your fears and your world will get very, very, very small. Um, and it sucks. So I 0% recommend doing that. I 100% recommend facing your fears until you are extremely good at facing your fears. Does that mean that you'll become fearless? No, We um, fear serves a purpose, right? We don't want you to be fearless. That doesn't help you. What we do want is for you to be comfortable working through your fears because it's going to get you freedom on the other side. It's going to get you what you want on the other side. So if you're like, but Amanda, how do I spend time alone? No one can answer that for you. And also the answer is in that sentence. You just spend time alone. doesn't matter what you're doing. Go to a coffee shop by yourself. Go to a library by yourself. Go to a bookstore by yourself. Sit in your house and just be by yourself. Um, stop distracting yourself 24 seven, stop talking to people 24 seven, like spend time alone. You inherently know what that means, right? Like I know that you understand logistically how to do that thing. So you don't need answers. What you need is to do the thing. Um, and then if you've done that and you're on the other side of it, like, please shoot me a message and let me know how that was for you. Now, the first few times it will be uncomfortable. Understand that. Um, that's okay. You're not going to die. You'll be fine. Love you. What will actually happen is you'll get more and more and more comfortable and then you're just comfortable spending time alone. Congratulations. Now life is a hell of a lot better. So if you're on that end, shoot me a message. Let me know how it was for you and what changed. Um, but I know that you're you're going to be more confident because you're going to be more rooted in yourself. You're going to be more comfortable with yourself. You're going to start making decisions out of abundance instead of out of scarcity. You are going to make decisions out of want instead of need. You're going to self-sacrifice and self-betray less and less and less because now you don't have to. You don't feel like you have to do that anymore to get what you want. You can just give yourself what you want. Um, Your relationships are going to get better because, again, you're going to be in them fully by choice and you're going to be in them with an abundance mindset instead of a scarcity mindset. You don't need them. You want them, Um, which means you're going to move differently through the world. And I think you're going to be surprised by some of the like synchronicities that will happen for you. So holla at your girl if you've done that part. Um, I hope that this rang useful for you. I was going to say true, but I hope that it rang useful for you and that you got some chicken nuggets to eat and to think on. Um, And truly. When you turn off this episode, instead of being like, oh, yeah, that was a good episode. I think I think I'll do that. Like make a plan to do it. I promise you it will only, only, only have benefits in the long run and you can do uncomfortable things. The discomfort will dissipate. You can do hard things, especially if they're in service of you being happy, like you are worth doing hard things to be happy in the long run. Um, That's all I got. So if you are afraid of spending time alone, the cure for the pain is in the pain. Go spend more time alone until that discomfort releases, and all that you're left with is peace and choice. Okay, Sam. Love you.